With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 617-266-6868. This is the Cooner Report. I'm Sandy Shack filling in for Jeff Cooner. The Lieutenant Governor of Texas wants to remove Biden from the state ballot in retaliation for the Colorado Supreme Court decision to remove Trump. Do you think this is a good idea? Text line is 70470. Uh, 508 says, Sandy, Texas better shut up. The Democrats would like nothing better than to have Biden removed from state ballots. They will take that trade off. No Trump, no Biden, all the way to the bank. I tend to think that's right. I tend to think that's correct. They, I don't think it's a big hardship of them to get rid of Biden because they think they think they can pick any Democrat they want to beat anybody who's not Trump. Um, I, I, I agree with your assessment in that particular situation. And also on uh, 978, uh, Sandy, all Democrat states will remove Trump from the 2024 ballot. If it happens and the Republicans don't do anything, I will vote for Kennedy. You are not the first person I have heard to say that, that they would vote for um, RFK uh, Jr. over uh, over any Republican if they do not show some spine and respond to some of the things the Democrats are doing to bring down um, our democracy. Let's go to Dan in New Hampshire. Dan, welcome to WRKO. Who do you think is the bigger threat to our democracy? Is it the Biden administration or is it the Trump campaign? (laughs) I think that everyone can see that it's Biden. I mean, does Biden look strong when he's standing up on stage? Oh, my God. Oh, did you see him at the the Black Caucus yesterday? He started wandering around the stage, literally wandering around. The, I mean, somebody had to come and, and like use a hook like they used to use in vaudeville and catch him. Mumbling, fumbling, and stumbling. Yeah. That is him. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about that, right, you, you, you look at him and you look to think that, geez, he's, he's, he's on the money, he's talking, he's making sense, he's... You know, he's saying things, and then he's following through. And, you know, when we were listening to Trump and have always listened to Trump, we could first, we could understand the man. Mm-hmm. We could we knew where he was coming from. And when he would say, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this and this, he would actually do it. That he follow did. through. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I, I cannot, the only thing that I really can say that Biden's ever fallen through with is, dismantling everything that Trump did. I mean, he was very good at dismantling every single thing that that man did positive. Well, he's also done, he also, give him credit there, Dan, he's also done stuff that Trump didn't do, that Trump never thought of doing, such as, you know, emptying our strategic oil reserve, petroleum reserve, you know, killing drilling, period, making sure that we were not energy independent, you know, pouring billions of dollars into failed... Uh, green energy companies. These are, you know, these are things that he's accomplished all on his very own. The eighty-five billion in Afghanistan that he lost in equipment—that mm, was good. Yeah, you know. So, so how can I say mumbling, stumbling, and fumbling? He's not made a decision that 
anybody could think that was from a, a man with any reasonable, you know, reasonable mind. And and like you said, you know, his wife's not with him for support. She, she's basically with him to make sure that he doesn't fall down and that he's, you know, kind of staying on cue and that, you know, maybe if he looks like you say, and I, which I see too, he gets a little disorientated on stage and he, you know, the deer in the headlight looking around, oh, geez, who's going to flag me? You know what I mean? And Hey, Dan, did you see the article in Axios where they're talking about how President Biden is pretty uh, ticked off at how everybody thinks he's old? But here's the thing. Dr. Jill is now with him almost, you know, 24 hours a day. She is she spends more time in with the president in the Oval Office than any other first lady. And she basically is with him at not all, but almost all of his functions and she's she checks on his diet whether he's napping i mean she is basically becoming his his uh assisted living caregiver and do you see melania trump around do you see her she endorses her husband uh melania Mm -hmm. um from a distance she doesn't have to be in the forefront you know that she's there and how can I say she doesn't look like she's in doubt when Donald Trump talks? I mean, you ever see Jill Biden? She almost looks like, what's he going to say? Yeah, now? she's afraid. Oh, my God. Somebody stop him now, please. No. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Stop him before he lets it out. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's kind of like there's no confidence there. There's no trust there. There's no, you know, allegiance to him because let's face it, that's like, following a lemming off a cliff. Well, I think if you did a direct comparison, I would describe Donald Trump in that respect as a force of nature where, where, uh, you know, Joe Biden is, is, uh, you know, not Joe Biden is essentially, um, a, a shell of his former self. And actually, if you just even play back him from two years ago, and him giving a speech or him on the and compare it to today even after two years it is it's the difference i mean it looks like he's aged 20 years on a on a mental level and so it's it's quite frightening to see really well how do you think that it's being interpreted on a uh, international level when people are making decisions to make moves on this country and on other countries and they're looking at that saying, Ooh, I think we can do whatever we want. Yeah. And and that's basically what you see going on around the world. They look at Biden as very weak, very frail, very non-responsive. And they basically trust the fact that he's not going to do a damn thing. Dan, what do you think of the, the, the lieutenant governor of Texas's idea of taking Biden off the ballot? Well... He's ticked off, right? Yeah. He, he he doesn't like the game that's going on, and I, I don't blame him for doing that because he's, he, he loves Trump so much. Mm-hmm. But in the reality of it, we, we don't need that. Trump yeah. doesn't need that. Trump's strong enough to stand on his own and whip Biden's butt anywhere in the country. I, I absolutely agree with that assessment. I completely agree with you. Um, I understand the frustration of Lieutenant Governor down there. I'm angry and upset too, but I think piling on like that does more harm than good in the long run. You may agree, you may disagree. 617-266-6868 is the number. This is the Cooner Report. 
This is the Kuna Report. Our number is 617-266-6868. 617-266-6868 if you want to get on board. I'm Sandy Shack, sitting in for Jeff Kuna, who is on a little va- Christmas vacation. And we're talking about how Colorado's uh, state Supreme Court has taken President Trump off the ballot. Now California and Maine think that they might follow suit. This was a really good idea, according to their respective uh, local officials, despite the fact that, you know, even Colorado knows this is a Hail Mary pass and is, and has stayed their own order waiting for the Supreme Court to weigh in before Trump is actually removed from the ballot. Meanwhile, Texas is threatening to take Biden off the ballot, which I understand the, you know, the impulse to do the tit for tat, but I don't think that you're helping. Um, but there are a number of texters, uh, texters who actually disagree with me um, who say, um, like, for instance, and the text line is 70470. 617 says, yes, take Biden off Texas ballot. For that matter, take him off all red state ballots primary and the general election that's from Beth and Dedham. Yeah, I, I understand that impulse, but um, you know, th- that's a slippery slope because then you have people just taking people off ballots and which means that the voters lose their ability to control who they vote for. And that's what we're fighting against. We don't want that to happen um, for either side to be on Well, for both sides, um, it can't happen to one and not the other, but we don't want it to happen to either side. So, I mean, can everybody just hold on for a minute until um, the Supreme Court gets a shot to weigh in? You know, they could end this entire situation with one unanimous decision. And I have hopes that if they're allowed to weigh in, that they will take care of it. And so uh, does Professor Alan Dershowitz, who is a constitutional scholar and a liberal Democrat, I might add. And he says um, that the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court, will do the right thing. Cut 98, please. Right now, he's only been taken off the ballot of a state in which he was going to lose anyway. But this decision, the logic of this decision applies to any state. It really says any state can disqualify Trump because they've made a conclusion that he was involved in an insurrection. Wouldn't even know what an insurrection is. He hasn't been charged with insurrection. He hasn't been convicted of insurrection. Uh, you know, people will say that Biden was involved in an insurrection in allowing thousands of people to come across the border or the people who were involved in the Black Lives Matter demonstrations or the people today who are protesting the streets all over the country against American policy toward Israel. Uh, some of these are socialist revolutionaries. Uh, you have to have a definition of what an insurrection is. Do you agree with Dershowitz? I do. Let's have a definition of what an insurrection is. I think what he says makes a great deal of sense. And and the way he, he has the, the Colorado Supreme Court doing this broad-based what an insurrection is. I mean, they're comparing the Civil War, which is the level of rebellion that's, that was um, listed in the 14th Amendment by the people who wrote it, um, they're saying that this, uh, the Colorado court is saying that, you know, a protest that a riot, a protest riot, is the same level as a civil war rebellion. Um, and by that definition, isn't the Colorado Supreme Court, aren't they insurrectionists? Because they're going against the law too, are they not, and what they're doing with this decision? You know, that's, this is a very slippery slope they've headed down, and they are leading the charge. 
Let's talk to Dave in New Bedford. Dave, welcome to WRKO. How are you, sir? Good morning, Sandy. Um, I call about the uh, insurrection mm-hmm. that they're complaining about. Well, they, it was an insurrection. There was an insurrection on January 6th, mm-hmm. and it, it was done by the feds. And they they prevented the challenging of the electors, and they stole the election because they would have been exposed. And for that reason, they caused the, the, the riot to prevent the challenging of the electors because they knew it would have gone back to the states and exposed them for what they did. It's a big cover-up as well as an insurrection by them. Well, if you can classify them as insurrectionists, but they're not the ones being kicked off the ballot. So th- th- this no. is this is all about um, which you know I'm not going to argue with your with your uh, reading of the situation on that day. I think it's very thoughtful. Um, I think that, um, but the problem is um, in either your definition or the court's definitions, nobody's been tried as an insurrectionist. It's like my saying to a judge, I think you need to sentence Dave from New Bedford because he's a thief. I have no proof that you're a thief, but I'm just going to call you a thief. And since um, and since th- thievery is a crime, the judge can sentence you. No trial, no charges, just my word that that's what you are, Dave. That's what I think has happened with, with the Colorado Supreme Court. Them. You know, they're just they're just trying to cover up. They got enough corruption in, in Colorado, they're gonna get exposed too for stealing elections over there. You know, they uh they're just trying to cover their butt for for the for the dirty deeds they're doing. Yeah. And I, they're, they're Do you know, do, do you agree with Texas? Should Biden also be taken off of ballots if Trump is? Point about, you know, that I don't think, you know, I think the Supreme Court would probably be a better solution. I think I agree with you there, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I, but I will say there was an insurrection on January 6th, and it was caused by the federal government. Okay. They did it. You know, that's the one thing that, that people, you know, I say most of my friends around here are liberal. I mention it to them, they shut up. Yeah. Sure, they they don't they don't want to hear what I have to say. They start yelling and screaming. It's pathetic. Yeah. You know, it is it is pathetic. I know exactly what you mean, Dave. Thank you so much for the call. Um, I think I I think a lot of people though, um, are have been so shocked by what the Colorado Supreme Court did that it's been so egregious um, that even people who don't like Trump uh, have gone what the bleep you need to stop this now and i there's two really strong examples of that one is bill barr who as we all know was the former um ag who really does not like trump he's been out there his book is is when he speaks he says really bad things about trump well he was on cnn with jake tapper he's horrified by the colorado supreme court cut number 96 please first of all let me just ask you as a D.C. legal hand. How do you think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to go with this? Do you think they're going to take it up and, and, and rule against it? What, what's your guess, best guess? Well, I think if they take it up, they're going to slap it down very quickly. And I hope they do take it up quickly and slap it down because otherwise he could be left off the ballot uh, in, in this primary. Yeah, I, you, it, it's a, too destructive 
to both our judicial and electoral system. And then here is um, uh, CNN legal analyst Ilya Honig, who hates Trump, too. Cut 97. We have a serious due process problem here because the 14th Amendment itself says that Congress, in Section 5, Congress has to pass laws that tell us how this works. Who gets to decide who engaged in insurrection? Is it a court? Is it Congress? Is it a jury? Is it a judge? The only law that's still on the books, as Bob said, that Congress has ever passed is the criminal law, criminalizing insurrection, which specifically says if a person's charged and convicted with this, he's disqualified. That has not happened here. Instead, Colorado tried to sort of take this state-level proceeding that's not really made for this type of insurrection determination and force a square peg into a round hole. And I think that violates Donald Trump's due process rights. And I think the U.S. Supreme Court's going to reverse because of that. I do, too. And these are those are two people that really hate Donald Trump. This was not about politics for them. This was about our democracy, about our republic, about saving um, what's worth saving, which is our judicial system and our electoral system. Um, even Cornell Wilde, you, you know who um, you know who he is, right? The um, I'm sorry, Cornell West. He is running he's progressive, progressive left candidate. Um running for president and he wrote on uh formerly on twitter now it's x um he posted saying that trump was a bona fide gangster he's a neo-fascist but he said removal of of him uh, from the ballot as a political victory was incredibly dangerous he said we must be very careful in celebrating this decision it's true that he's a gangster and a neo-fascist um, who must be held accountable. But at the same time, we don't want the courts deciding the outcome of elections. This power must reside with and for the people. It's probably one of the few times I've actually agreed with Cornell West. And so you have all of these people shocked and dismayed, even even stone-cold Democrats shocked and dismayed. So do you think the Supreme Court will sit up and deal with this as they should, which is a unanimous a unanimous decision, killing it where it stands. Because, you know, a lot of people have lost faith with the Supreme Court. But I think even this, I think this, the Colorado Supreme Court decision is a bridge too far for the Supreme Court to play games with. I think they'll do the right thing. How about you? 617-266-6868 is the number here. This is the Kuna Report. 617-266-6868. The number here is 617-266-6868. I am Sandy Shack, sitting in for Jeff Kuhner here on the Kuhner Report. We're talking about the effects of democratic panic on our country, specifically using the recent example of the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to ignore due process completely and the text of the 14th Amendment to remove Donald Trump from the state's 2024 uh, presidential ballot. This is a direct attack on our electoral system and also on our judicial system as well. Yet they claim that it's Trump who is the threat to democracy. Who is the bigger threat, in your opinion? Is it Donald Trump or is it Biden and friends who are who are supporting things like this particular um decision and just in case you're wondering about the president supporting this particular decision he was asked yesterday we played it before we'll play it again this is what he had to say about the about the uh colorado supreme court just deciding to call trump an, an insurrectionist without any evidence any charges any trial or any conviction i think that's cut 90 is it not mike 
making it self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, we'll let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported the insurrection. And no question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Anyway. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No question about it. He's not been tried or convicted or even charged, but there's no question about it. So apparently President Biden has as little regard for a due process as the Colorado Supreme Court does. So who do you think is doing more damage to our democracy? Veronica in Florida. Welcome to WRKO. How are you, Veronica? Hi, Mayor, uh, Sandy. Merry Christmas. I am too. just so frustrated. I mean, this is just ridiculous how many things are they going to do to trump the you know i'm not i've always supported trump that's not who i really want to run for president but at this point it's going to be trump i we've just got to move forward and the white house is out to lunch president biden's going to be in his basement or he's going to be on vacation during this next year when you know he needs to be out campaigning so I, i can't take it anymore honestly well, do you think it's a, a a good idea what Texas is doing? Texas says if you're taking Trump off, we're taking Biden off. Is that is that helpful? Uh, I I always do love the governor of Texas, and really one of our our problems right now wasn't yesterday a record setting twelve thousand illegals came through the border. Oh yeah, I, you know I'm worried about crime and 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 these illegals everywhere. I you know I have a heart. I feel for these people. But this is all of my family are legal immigrants. So I'm really tired of this. I don't like immigrants. I, I don't like people that I don't know who they are, you know. And, and I, yesterday, you know, Fox News had a clip on. They didn't even look like they were from South America. They all look like they were, you know, from some Arab country. And so what is going on? We've got terrorists coming through the border. I, I'm scared. I'm scared, and especially you live in Boston. Mm. You know, I live in, in the panhandle here in Florida, so I don't have as many worries. But, you know, my children are in New York, so I worry. <laughs> I worry, you know, too. We've got terrorists. Our border's being overrun. We've got bigger problems, and this is, once again, kabuki theater to divert mm. our attention. And the Dems, they, they lie about everything. So we need to be vocal, stand up, and vote. We have to vote these people out and vote Trump in. If it's Trump, let's go. So, you know, I can't take it anymore. Just go to the grocery store. Everything's ridiculous how expensive mm. it is. And I don't know how people, you know, there's people that are barely making it out there. And that's who I feel for. Oh, and now we- we're putting up these people <laughs> in New York and Chicago, the mayor of Chicago. You know, he can't even handle having these illegals. We've got problems in this country. And it starts with Biden. I, you know, I vector everybody to go to the White House Instagram because I've always followed it mm-hmm. to see what the enemy is saying. There's not a single, I'd say, nine out of ten comments on there. They do not like Biden. They do not like Kamala. So I think America's waking up. I mean, we've got these, these rogue judges doing their own thing. But we're awake and we've got to vote. And then you've got to, you know, get your friends that don't normally vote to vote. So hopefully, you know, as they're putting gas in their, their car, they're, they're waking up a little bit. Well, you know, 
the interesting thing is, uh, Veronica, is that I agree with you that people are waking up and starting to notice. And I think that's what's breeding the panic that you're seeing from people like these activist judges because, you know, they can't they can't just tell us that it's raining and we believe them anymore. And because people are now going, well, wait a minute, the economy is so great. Really? Cause I, I can't buy hamburger for my family. I, we have no protein this week. I mean, that's basically what people are going through and, you know, and it, the administration so far has been telling us, oh, everything's fine. Just wait a couple of weeks. You know, things will catch up. You'll see. And it's been going on for two years. And so now they see that that's not true, that it's all been a shell game. And that is why um, that is why you have this hepped up. We got to stop Trump because they really have only recently come to the realization that Biden is not going to win. They let they they had such invincible um, hubris arrogance that they could convince us of anything that we would do anything that they wanted us to because they have in the past couple of years and the fact that the american people and more than just the gop or the conservatives but you know the ethnic groups the um economic groups the social groups that they relied upon the minorities um the younger voters um the jewish voters the um you know, all these different groups of people that they've always thought that they could control are looking around going, oh, my God. And they are turning away from the Democratic Party. And so this is panic, what you're seeing, in my opinion. And I think it's easily stopped if the if the Supreme Court just does a unanimous decision, which I would hope to God it would be because this this ruling is so outside the law. Um, that it that it ends any discussion on it, um, and then we'll see what next you know panic driven thing they come up with. Um, but but you know the fact that they are willing to take down the electoral system in the judicial system all in the same in this with the same forward pass um, in order to stay in power uh, says how dangerous they are and how they can't be trusted. And and on any level whatsoever, I mean, it has to be when we vote in in November of 2024, it has to be an overwhelming vote. It has to be overwhelming from a number standpoint. It has to be overwhelming from a replacement standpoint. You've got to vote. You've got to vote Dems out, uh, period, because I think if you leave any of them standing and there might be some moderates that are trustworthy out there. I don't know who they are off the top of my head, um, but I think it has to be a wholesale uh, change, a wholesale regi- regime change, basically, uh, because this desperation in order we will burn down our house in order to save it is sick and so destructive. And so that's why I think we need people like you, Veronica, who are angry and scared to really be proactive when it comes to to voting in 2024 and getting support for 2024. Do you agree with me? I do agree with you. And I recently was at a dinner with our Florida Senator Rick Scott, and he said, we have to be vocal. We have to be vocal and we have to vote. It counts more than ever now. Mm. So I'm rallying the world to vote and we've got to get these people out. And why do we have this past month almost a hundred thousand people have come through our border? I know. Why? Yeah. Why? How does that help all of us? And it hurts those people too, because we know the journey that they're taking. So yeah. something's up with this country and people need to wake up. 
And, and you know, it, it starts, it even starts in Boston with your crazy mayor. So oh. we've got to vote these people out. We've, you know, and, and when you're white and you can't go to a Christmas party, why isn't everybody screaming from the top of their roof? This is not okay what these people are doing. We need them gone, 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 gone. But Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too, Veronica. I agree with you. We do need them gone, gone, gone. Let's talk to Steve in Chelmsford. Steve, welcome to WRKO. How are you, sir? Sandy and Sandy, um, I do agree with you as far as the Supreme Court trying to straighten out the situation with Donald Trump. But I think they should still take Biden off the ballot, okay, only because He's committed so much of a laundry list of sins and mistakes in his presidency. We shouldn't have anybody in office like that. Well, the problem, you know, Steve, the problem with that is, with your suggestion, is um, that, you again, you're making a unilateral decision that people don't know who they're voting for, just like the Colorado Supreme Court is doing. Um, Biden, as corrupt as we may think he is, as bad as we think he is, has not been charged or, or tried or convicted of anything that that um that would disqualify him under the under the constitution and while i think he is the worst possible choice for president he is a choice that people need to make so that if if you you, you're taking a choice away from the voters hopefully it's so bad and it's so obviously bad at this point that people won't vote for him but that's the point is you have to let people vote you can't take away their choice do you see what i'm saying Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do agree with you there, but Congress should get on it, get going on this and and get these facts out there because we do know about these facts. There's plenty of evidence there of everything that he's done and he shouldn't be around in office, period. I, I agree because with it, you, but that doesn't mean you have you take him off the ballot. I don't believe in taking him off the ballot. The same way I, I, I've said this before, for instance, George Santos, I think, was the biggest waste of space ever. And I was horrified that he was a congressman. But you know what? It wasn't my choice. It was the choice of the voters in his district in New York. It was up to them. I don't believe in taking him out. If The way to take him out is to not vote him back in again next time he runs. So, I mean, that was the way to go. They took away the choice of, of, his, uh, of his district, of his voters. I think Biden is the worst choice possible to be in the White House, and he does irreparable damage to the country. But you know what? He doesn't, he doesn't, um, he's not disqualified under our Constitution. So therefore, he needs to be on the ballot if that's where he wants to be. And it's up to you whether you vote for him or not. You can't take away somebody else's choice because you really don't like it, Steve. That's the point. And it's the same point with taking away Trump. You can't take him off the ballot just because you don't like him. And that's what the Colorado Supreme Court is doing. I hear you, but we ought to call him to the carpet. I agree with that completely. And I agree. Let's put all the information out there so people can make an informed choice when they make a choice. And that was the problem in the last election is that the truth about Biden, the truth about his relationship with the Ukrainians, the truth about his involvement in Hunter's 
um, in Hunter's business. The truth about Hunter was all, in fact, hidden. We They didn't have, a lot of people didn't have the information. And what was interesting after the last election back in 2020 is that uh, people who had mailed in their ballot, and then this is before they even, you know, really even knew about the laptop because that was so well hidden to so many people. One of the biggest Google searches after that election was, can I redo my mail-in ballot? Um, because after they had mailed in the ballot early, that's the problem with early voting, is then the story started trickling out about the ballot. And people were like, oh my God, what did I vote for? And now my guess is that's even that's even worse. Um, so the trick is, just like you're saying, Steve, is the trick is to make sure that everybody sees um, the information that they need in order to make an informed decision and then it's not hidden from them. I think if that happens, then there'll be no uh, question of President Biden winning a second term. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Keith in Danvers. Keith, welcome to WRKO. How are you? Very good, Sandy. Always nice to talk to you. Um, what you're saying is is not new. Um, I can tell you firsthand that uh, 10 years ago, um, I, I wanted, I, I wear it as a badge that I was Trump before Trump. Um, I was uh, elected to a public position uh, back 20 years ago now and held that position uh, for three terms. And then uh, in the middle of my third term, uh, it was it was sort of, I, I was able to, 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 to tamp down my, my conservative leanings and, and keep them fairly well hidden. Um, after a couple of terms, it became obvious that I, I was not a typical liberal in this state, and uh, I had a mind of my own. Uh, it was at that point that uh, I think it was decided that I got to go. And um, it was about 10 years to the day, um, or maybe no, 11 years to the day now, that, that, uh, that uh, a, a, a false charge was filed against me in Salem District Court. I had to appear, had to appear, had to appear. Um, the idea of conviction is not the goal here. It's the, it's the process is the punishment, right? And you've heard the phrase lawfare, right? Mm -hmm. the, the game here is not to actually convict Donald Trump of anything. The idea is to accuse Donald Trump of everything and let people draw their own conclusions simply because they don't like him. Um, and then, you know, in my case, guess what? The spring came, the election came. I was out of office, and a month later, the case was settled in, in Salem District Court. Surprise, 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 right? Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what's going on with Donald Trump. If he was to announce tomorrow that he uh, pulls himself off of every ballot and he's walking away and commits to never being in another election again, this would all stop. And all that's happening here is that the law, the court system is being used not just at the Donald Trump level, but right down to your local level. And if you don't believe it, right, you, you go and look at what happens when you go to one of these meetings and you dare speak up, right? You are castigated as, as, as un, unfit to be in the room. Um, and if you continue, they threaten with law, legal, uh, they call it libel and slander, uh, defamation. Um, you'll get accused of all kinds of things. And, and that scares people away and that's smart by the way and i recommend whenever i talk to them and if you move into a town that you don't agree with the politics of that town your job is to get out of that town you cannot fix this 
this is broken so bad, it's unfortunate, it's broken so bad that you need to go find a new town rather than try to get involved and fix it. Your family, your friends will turn on you, and you will pay the price. Hmm. Well, I completely um, agree with you that it's lawfare and it is being used to go after Donald Trump, but I disagree that if he said he'd walk away that they would stop. They're not going to stop um, because they don't trust that he would stay away. He is, he's too popular. Too many people support him. Um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, back in the Roman uh, days when they would, you know, if they killed a, a family of, a, of, you know, a, an opposing power um, or it killed a, a leader, they would kill his entire family because they didn't, they don't, they don't trust that they would not come back at them. And I think that's true here too. They would, they would, in fact, uh, not stop. They, they're not going to stop until Donald Trump is gone, until his business is gone, until his children and his children's businesses are gone. They will continue forevermore. Uh, they're that afraid of him, I think. So I understand that for most people, using the legal system, using lawfare to intimidate people into acquiescence or into silence, I think is true. I see it myself being used against people. And and I think it's very effective um, with people other than, you know, Donald Trump, who who just is too sure of himself, has too many resources for it to be that effective um, for him. But I, I think he is... He is the exception to every rule, and I think he is the guy that will never quit, and they know that. Even if he walked away tomorrow, they wouldn't trust that he'd stay away. Um, although I agree with everything that you said there, I, I still don't. I, I think there is nothing that would make this man stay away. I honestly don't. Well, I hope not. But, I mean, he is plowing the road, and, and when he says things like, they're after you, they're just they're, they're not after me, they're after you. He's exactly right, and mm. but it's it's and, and he has just brought it to a head. Um, it's it just you know you said you when people use the legal system, you n- normal people, you me, everyone else, we look at the legal system as the last resort for a, mm. for a neighbor we don't get along with, a family member we don't get along with, someone that you know we look at that as a last resort. They look at it as just another tool in the toolbox to defeat political enemies, and and that's been going on really. I'm telling you firsthand for. 20 years in this state, 20, more. It, it's ridiculous. And, and so what he's doing to expose all this, right, is doing two things. It, it's exposing it, sure, but it's also teaching people, stay out of this messy game. Um, it's not worth it for you, your family, or anyone else. I'm telling, I tell everyone that when they think about running for one of these public offices, stay away, right? These yeah. people are dangerous. Unless you are lockstep in line with them, you know, and if, if someone points out a, a city councilor or, or a selectman that, oh, he's not bad, I, I always tell him, get to know him, get to know him well, then disagree with him, and then see what happens. Yeah, and you will feel the wrath yeah. of some of these people that you said it before. Everything you were saying, I was like, I was itching in the car. Uh-huh. They are not doing this to make the world a better place. They are doing this to maintain their own sense of power and control. That's what these are. The selectmen in every single town, city councilors in every city that do nothing good for that city or town. 
but they maintain their own sense of power and control, and that's why they run for office over and over and over again. It's not about doing good things that are good for the town. It's about their own ego. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, there are there are um, exemptions to that. You know, people who are are true public servants, and but you know, they used to be more common than they are now. Now they're more the exception than the rule, um, and. And I think there's this, the other problem that we have with this, Keith, is that this whole um, generation of snowflakes who have been brought up in the college systems and the school systems to believe that their opinion is the only opinion and and if people disagree with them, then it's hurtful and um, are now in, gone into, or now going into public office and you know, hitting the workforce, and and they bring that attitude with them, so that if you disagree with them, oh my God, you know, they need a safe place as opposed to, um, as opposed to it being an opening for discussion about how to reach a compromise. So um, I agree with just about everything you said. But so thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Tony in Florida. Tony, welcome to WRKO. How are you, sir? Good morning, Sandy and. Merry Christmas to you and your family and everyone out there in Kuna country. Uh, this is Tony from Florida, formerly Tony from Weymouth. So we are now residing down in Florida, and um, the state is more red than it was uh, before we got here. I can tell you that. I, that. <laughs> I, I believe you, Tony. <clears throat> right, yeah. Um, Sandy, um, also a shout-out to those great Weymouth patriots there up north. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of them. They're wonderful people. Oh, you know what, Tony? Hang on. Um, We're up against a hard break. Hang on, and we'll come back to you on the other side. We'll be right back. 617-266-6868 is the number if you want to get on board. We're talking about who's the bigger threat to democracy. We'll be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.